You're young. How old are you? I'm 22, almost 23. Almost 23. And you are from this area originally? San Fernando Valley, just up over the hill. Fresh out of high school, Robert Rissman signed up to fight for his country. What makes an 18-year-old join the Army? I wanted to go to college and make something myself, and uh, the Army said they'd pay for it. There's a little bit of a contract. I'm going to serve my country, but then right. my country's going to serve me. That's kind of what I was hoping for, yeah. Where did it fall apart? It began to fall apart in Iraq. You saw things that I know you, you don't want to talk about. No, I don't. You probably never want to talk about. No. You see, Robert was in a rapid response unit. Great guest here. My name is Melvin Isa. I'm a Vietnam era veteran from the Air Force, and this is Friday, uh, the 28th of June. So we, uh, I want him to introduce himself. This is Stanley, and Stanley, he's a veteran as well, but I want him to introduce, tell you all about him in a second. Go ahead, Stanley, you can talk. Okay. Uh, I mean, my name is Stanley Scriven. Uh, I'm a Vietnam-era veteran, as is my host. And um, I'm working now at NYU um, med- um research and a pre-diabetic program to help veterans who are close to being diabetic and I help them as a health coach. I talk to them about nutrition and diet and and uh, exercise. I give them a great deal of information and I do it at their, le- at their leisure. So program usually lasts about oh, 18 months. I I have them on that, and I have a number of them. I've got about 80 bets in this mm. second wave I'm dealing with now and that I communicate with on a weekly, monthly, bi- bi-monthly basis. Um, and I uh, visit with them and uh, talk to them about all their issues, whether it's benefits that they don't understand or they're, not, they're entitled to and unaware of, I talk to them about food, well, nutrition. I talk to them about diet. And I talk to them about exercise. I talk to them about their families, whatever, whatever issues they have. I mean, they're coming to the VA hospital, and I'm just a small part of of, of this research that we're doing. And they come and they spend time with me when they have other appointments, and I. Um, Sometimes I solve some problems, um, um, and sometimes it's just uh, a way for them to uh, air their grievances, whatever that may be, uh, give them a chance to calm down and relax before a half hour. Right. Okay, Stanley, this is just a, uh, we're going to just take a quick pause, a little break, and then we'll be right back. Okay, so what I want to Okay, so we back, and now uh, the topic is turning to how did I start out with uh, Shannon, who is, uh, uh, she works for NYU, and she comes to the uh, Veteran Administration to help out veterans, uh, nutrition, uh, uh, and uh, talk to them about what they need to do to keep themselves healthy. So how did I 
uh, meet her. Uh, she gave, uh, I guess, she got the records from my medical doctor, and uh, she called me, and she said that if I'm interested in uh, doing a program that uh, helped veterans with their nutrition, and so I said, yeah, of course, you know, if anything's going to help you out. So that's how we started. She's telling about how long it would be, and uh, she was really concerned about what my intake was, uh, what do I do, how do I eat, what kind of food I eat, uh, and uh, what type of uh, physical activities that, you know, I'm doing. So I explained to them, such, such as the food, uh, the different types of food that I was eating, and as I was explaining to them, she uh, listened to it, and then she uh, suggested uh, that I should start eating more fruits and vegetables. And not only that, is when I uh, take a notice of my uh, intake of salt. So she said, you, you, you should look at the ingredients on when you go to the, to the store or whatever you buy, look at the ingredient of the sodium uh, account that you, and I didn't know about all of that, you know. So you say, yeah, well, you need to be under a certain amount, you know, because if you're eating certain food and the sodium is high and then your blood pressure is going to go up too. So try to get, you know, a food that have low sodium count, you know. Uh, like I was asked, well, what's the best number? So she said, well, you know, if you can get under seven, six, stuff like that, and you'd be okay, you know. And uh, so that was one of the things. Then the fruits, they have different places because I have my uh, benefit card. And she said, you can go to a different place and you can get, uh, if you spend a certain amount, they give you a coupon for $5. Uh, and uh, you can get more, you know, fruits and vegetables, you know, out of that. So I said, really? So I didn't know about that. Yeah. So this is how, you know, she instructed me on that situation. But, uh, and the exercise, I was always doing exercise, riding my bicycle, going to gym, you know, drinking water, uh, doing exercise maybe uh, three or four times a week. So that was normal for me, you know, I continue on with that, you know. But uh, even any question that you want to ask me, you know, pertaining to that, you know, and that way we can dialogue with that. How did I meet her, the stuff that she was doing for me, you know. I think mine's is about over with because I was with her for I don't know how long. Yeah, over a year. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's over with about now. Yeah, this is June 30th. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be the last day. Yeah. Well, the yeah. first wave with you, which yeah. you were a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that's, that's very interesting. How did you get to talk about what you do? So that she interest, she wanted me to, she wanted me to meet you. Oh, from that, no, what I, as I, uh, you know, uh, I think as the time was going by, I was just sharing with her uh, the things that I do in terms of the uh, uh, podcast and the TV show for veterans. So she said, oh, wow, you do? I said, yeah, and I can send you the, the links of the uh, uh, the TV shows and the podcast. 
So she she liked it what she was saying. She said, "Wow, this is really good. You you actually you know doing it." I said, "Yeah, you know this is something that keeps me going. It's helped out. It's a give back, you know." So she after she seen the links, and she starts seeing what was going on, and other veterans that was on the TV show and talking right. about their experience. She said, "This is real therapeutic, and uh, you know I have people here that." Uh, that can relate or help out in that situation that veterans that uh, that that talks to other veterans that have organization that can information that can help you help the veteran. So I want to link you to someone that can help you out. And I think it was you because she said right now you was you was in the hospital for something. Yeah. And, and she said w- once you go through whatever you go through. She'll reconnect us together because yeah. I think that would be a great thing, you know, because he does a lot of outreach. He does a lot of things for veterans. So that's how she connected me with you, and that's how I got connected with her. Right. See, I used to work before I came to NYU. Mm-hmm. I worked at Easter Seals, New York, mm-hmm. which is located downtown, 42 Broadway. I worked with them for eight years, and I did outreach. Right and housing, employment, and benefit advising for veterans. And then I also worked on the other half of the, of the programs they had there. Um, one was called CSEP, Senior Community Services mm. Employment Program, which is in every county of the United States, and it's for people who are 55 years of age and older. And it's a training program. So... Being that it's a training program, it doesn't affect anything else they're receiving, whether it's SSI or mm. SSA okay. or uh, public assistance or or SNAP. It doesn't affect anything else. Mm. And they get paid in New York $15 an hour and mm. a, for a 20-hour week. Mm. And they do it in three areas. In the kitchen, mm-hmm. doing prep work, right. maintenance, or if they have knowledge of Microsoft Suite, they work in the office. Yeah. In a senior center in the borough in which they live. That's great. That's excellent, you know. And that's good information that you just shared it uh, to me and to the veteran population that's listening to, you know, this podcast because the uh, most of them, when they turn it on, this is uh, is strictly for veterans. You know, I mean, you know, it's a veteran uh, talk. You know, veteran shout out, uh, veteran podcast. You know, uh, where veterans have an opportunity to speak out. You know, uh, to share information that would help other veterans. So yeah, they listening. They listening to. Uh, you know what I'm saying. What other veterans saying? How can they get this information? Where should they go at? And you just shared it so far, something really, you know, valuable to help out veterans, you know. So we was on a conversation earlier, and you were sharing another part of information about uh, veterans, uh, how they could be helped uh, mentally. uh, They could be helped uh, psychologically, you know. Some of them went into the military and they uh, got they didn't go 
to like a war zone, but they uh, got hurt in the military, and uh, they, you know, come out and have they, you know, they got an honorable discharge, and they end up getting uh, compensation. So you want to explain that or share that information? Because a lot of veterans out there probably went through the same thing, like myself. And I thought that, you know, because that's what they told me, that you had to be in the war zone. Like, I'm a Vietnam area. You didn't go to Vietnam, so you can't get the compensation. But I see you see it differently. Okay. We're going to, I'm going to try to <clears throat> give a simple explanation for what uh, compensation is. Um, compensation means that you were hurt in the service um, and we hope that when you were hurt in the service that you went to sick bay it doesn't have anything to do with being in a combat zone you could have been playing football and somebody tackled you and you broke your collarbone and you come out to service and you still have pain or you still have psychological damage because of, of the break and you can apply for compensation. And it doesn't matter how long ago it was. My break of my leg occurred in 1968. And when I applied in 2008, it wasn't retroactive. It was retroactive to the date of my application right. and I got my first check in 2009 mm -hmm. so that's 41 years mm. so anyone out there who uh, was coming out the cafeteria and slipped and fell fell off the back of a truck and went to sick bay or just got a bad bad cold gotten them caught pneumonia or let's put it this way if you um, you were doing something for the military for this country and you saw some things that weren't normal and they've stayed with you all these years and it's bothered your mental health you're damaged and you should be compensated mm -hmm. and you should be able to go file an application at 245 West Houston Street and have them pull your records from the archives and get yourself examined and see about getting paid. Now, We'll take it a step further. Once you receive 20%, that's your rating. Mm -hmm. Gave you a rating of 20%. You keep filing. You keep filing until you can get to 100%. The older we get, the worse the damage is, whether it's mental or physical. If it's physical, it's got a mental counterpart. And you should file. If you go to 245 West Houston Street, they'll tell you that. They just aren't going to disseminate it mm 
over the airwaves mm-hmm. like they should have way back when when we got we were getting out of the service. Yeah, yeah. right about that. They just aren't going to do that. But if you go to them, they don't have a choice. They have to tell you. Just like going to the IRS, they got to tell you how to, how to pay the bill and how not to pay the bill and give you time to pay it. They got to tell you the truth about it. And then there are there are people in our community, there are brothers and sisters in our community, that's what they're doing. They work They work as uh, veteran uh, special officers, VSOs, they call them, and they were in this uh, compensation and pension as a as a part of their living when they got out of the service. And they're out here uh, in civilian life trying to help us help people who um, didn't know that this any of this existed. Mm. Now, I just want to go back for a moment to um, what I was talking about because you said that we should make sure that the, that the information we give is is allows our audience to go and take advantage of it. Yes. So the CSEP, Senior Community Service Employment Program, for people 55 years of age and older, can be applied for by anyone. Veterans get preference. Mm. Easter Seals, New York, DIPTA, AARP, and the Urban League. They all have but that program I'm talking about. And you can go to any one of the four and apply. Mm. Yeah. That's great information. You're giving it up, brother. I'm trying. And no, you did. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they looking for, you know, that real information, you know, because uh, the more uh, they hear, the, the more information that is accurate and is real, the more they continue on listening and going to that, you know, their problems or where they got to go at to access that information and get help. And get paid. Okay. Along with that um, compensation that we just talked about. Yes. Once they get to 20%, they're in a position to go to vocational rehabilitation and education. Mm -hmm. And tell them that they want to go to school. They need to go to school to finish off their vocation. If they have a bachelor's degree, they need to go to get their master's. If they don't have a bachelor's degree, the field of interest that concerns them requires that they go to school. Mm. If they decide that they want to choose to choose a vocational approach, they want to be an EMT or a paramedic or some kind of engineer. The school that they choose for this has to be paid for by the VA. The VA, yeah. They 
get 48 months of education. Mm. And they get a stipend for going. Mm. If they're single, it's $600 a month. Mm. If they need a computer, they get the teacher to tell them to sign a waiver saying that they need a computer to finish this course. And they bring it back to the VA on 245 West Houston Street and they got to order them up a computer. Mm. All this from their compensation. Hmm. Great information. A lot of people don't know about that either, you know, what you just said there. Because uh, that's, that's, that information right there should have been, well, you know, like I said, it's there, but it's not over the air. That's right. So by putting things over the air that's real, and veterans will listen to that and say, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know all of this stuff. You know, wait, wait a minute. Let me check this out. Check it out. Yeah. And it's probably more besides what they want to do and a compensation uh, if they want to be a truck driver or learn how to drive one of them long, big trucks or, you know, buses or whatever it might be, that should take care of it, whatever it might be. Yes, Compensation, sir. the 20% puts them in that in that range where they can, you know, yeah. Hmm. That's right. And it's not a dream. I'm talking about what I did. Okay. It's real. It's real. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's what we needed, you know, that type of sense. We're on that. Now, you, you have... Uh, we're going to keep on that. I'm just going to step somewhere and come back to that because uh, veterans I hear them talking about, some of them said, well, I was an honorable discharge, but I got a bad discharge. And it's, uh, I said, what happened? So someone said, well, medical, some of them, you know, uh, uh, got they I don't know it's a lot of different things why they get a bad discharge so I can't really state exactly which one but uh, they wanted to know how can they change that bad discharge uh, under uh, general condition under honorable condition into a good discharge that way they can start trying to get their benefits how would they do that they call it an upgrade They call it an upgrade. And the way I would begin is I'd go to the Department of Veterans Services of the City of New York. Department of Veterans Services of the City of New York. Mm -hmm. And I'd ask to see a counselor. That's what they're there for. So that's the first thing they that's do. The, that's the first thing I would do. Okay. I would take my DD-214, mm-hmm. which tells everybody what kind of discharge that you got. Yes. And it, it, that determines where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know what kind of discharge this person has. Is, yeah. it, is it a bad conduct? Is yeah. it... Is it a, um, um, 
Is it a is it a kind of discharge that deserves um, uh, a court martial? Mm -hmm. Is it the, the kind of discharge that can only be rectified in D.C.? Mm -hmm. Is it the kind of discharge that's administrative that can be taken care of here in New York? Does it require an attorney? Yeah. Now, there are several organizations. Um, one is called uh, New York Legal Action Group, NYLAG, New York Legal Action Group, that's located here in New York and works with veterans pro bono. No money involved. Okay. And they have all, they have a day or two days or three days each month at the BL on 23rd Street where they just have a legal stand down. Okay. And you come and you sit down and wait your turn and tell them what your issues are in private. And you're talking to an attorney. And they do this every month. So, if you can't get to the Department of Veteran Services of the City of New York, just go to the VA on 23rd Street and find out when they have the legal stand down, which they do every month, mm. and present them your papers and tell them, ask them mm -hmm. what your situation really is mm. without fear. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a good, uh, good answer. Because veterans probably don't know, you know, that if they have a bad discharge, uh, instead of running around because they don't know what to do, so just go to the VA and find out, uh, you know, when the uh, the lawyers or the attorneys for veterans come in. They probably got to put up a scheduled date for them to, you know, come in, and then they put their scheduled date for the veteran to see them. And in privacy, they, they bring their discharge in the the attorney would let them know exactly what they got to do. Yes, sir. And then they can go from there. And that's the easy step right there. That might be the step to change their whole life around. For sure. Whole life. Don't even know it yet. But now they know. All they have to do is just, you know, listen to what the veterans are saying, what we are saying, and what you are saying. And that information, they just want to check it to see if that's for real. They should. And on over to the to 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 the VA uh, Medical Center on mm -hmm. First Avenue and Twenty Third Street, yeah. and uh, go up. If it's not posted, go up to Fifteenth Floor, which is Social Work, mm -hmm. and inquire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they also got an information desk downstairs when you come in. If they get lost, just ask them information. You know, then I'm. You know, a veteran uh, want to uh, see if I can see an attorney that comes in once in a month. Who do I go to? And it, you know, they direct them quicker. You know, that's right. Yeah, sounds good. So now uh, let's turn this back over to the uh, pension, the uh, the benefits. Okay, we talked about the compensation. Then you got veterans uh, like myself just get the pension. So uh, what? What entitlements or what information that you can give 
uh, it probably won't be the same as a, a compensation that you're entitled to if you have a pension because it didn't happen, uh, injury didn't happen while in the service, so there was no way of proving that you didn't have a medical bill, you know, went to the uh, the doctors in there, the hospital, and now you out here in civilian life, but you get injured or you find out that you have something uh, in your body that you got to take care of it and uh, they end up giving you you file for it and you end up getting a pension so what what entitlements can you get from that as being a veteran that do get a pension besides the, the regular stuff the pension I think you're talking about is very similar to social security yeah um, usually what a veteran will do is take which one is higher. Take the cat with you. If the, if the, uh, they used to call it uh, army pension. Mm -hmm. You have to be a certain age. Yes. In, in order to get it. Um, but in, in regards to what you, what else you may be entitled to, there are a host of things that you're in t that we are as veterans entitled to, but you have to go get it. Okay. Um, for instance, um, there's the Catholic veterans and the Polish veterans <laughs> and the Jewish veterans. Mm. You see where I'm going? Yeah. They all have they all have programs. Um, now, education-wise, they have it set up now with the two-year schools. The two-year schools, for instance, if you go, if if we went over to LaGuardia Community College right now in Queens, in Long Island City, we would find several programs that, was, that are specific to veterans. Only veterans can take these courses, and they don't cost you any money. Mm. They have a program out there that I went through, didn't cost me any money, it helped me matriculate. Um, this program is, is, they called it something like boot camp. And it was eight weeks. It was after work from six to nine every night. And it helped us. Um, there wasn't much I needed to know in regards to um, how to speak or how to write. But I didn't know how to do any of the math. I hadn't been in school so long, I don't know anything about the the math has changed. Mm. So they taught, they teach you the math and they teach you the, the, the reading comprehension and the English. That's what you need to matriculate to go to a regular college. And they stay with you. All the people in the program were veterans who were doing this. Mm. Don't, doesn't cost you a dime. And if you're in a bad way, the program will provide, they provided some of us metro cars. Hmm. Now, there are 
people who don't have the wherewithal to make it from day to day financially, there are a number of churches that I used to get my people haircuts, showers, clothes, casual clothes, business suits. I had a fellow out in Hyde Park and he would only serve veterans. And I would bring three or four veterans out there to see him. And he had used clothes mm-hmm. that he had taken to the cleaners and had clean suits. So ties, shoes, not like going to a thrift shop. Mm-hmm. This is like going to Macy's. Mm. You just had a, you might have an issue over si- with sizes if you if you six five, <laughs> three hundred pounds, but most of us were covered, mm. and you had to be a veteran. He wouldn't let anybody but veterans come over there. Um, and he did it just because his father was a veteran. There are a number of people like that. Yes, it is. Um, besides the meals, uh, Trinity Church on 28th Street and 9th Avenue serves a brunch. starts from 10.30, goes to 12.30. And you get baked chicken and mashed potatoes and yams you get corn get greens you get buttermilk you get buttermilk pancakes you get Mm. they're serving everything every day and they're Social services will tell you if you just go there. If you don't want to do anything except get a good hot meal, you go to social services and they'll tell you where to get Metro cards. If you're looking for a job mm-hmm. and you can you can be outfitted with clothes and they'll also give you a list of places where you can eat. Three times a day. Mm. This church does it at lunch. Another church does it at dinner. Another church does it at summer. Wow. Supper. And where is this located at again? 20, Trinity? 20, Trinity is at 28th Street and 9th Avenue. In Manhattan. In Manhattan. Yes. Okay. Can't miss it. Can't, Can't miss it. Beautiful thing. Veterans hear that. That's a meal, three times a day. And they, you know, show you where you get your MetroCard as well. That's a lot of information we've been giving out so far. We was uh, talking about the uh, pension, uh, the compensation, uh, veterans that need help as far as food, meals, veterans that can get clothes, that a guy give out clothes just for veterans. He ain't serving nobody else but a veteran. Uh, 
and uh, a lot of other issues. But uh, w we talked a lot. So we about ready not, we almost ready to close down because we can always come back and uh, talk about other issues or other things that, that can help out veterans that, uh, that veterans need help for. Uh, and I think we we done we done cover most of it today. It's a lot though, but I think we we got a lot already. So uh, veterans that want to reach back out, you can always reach back out to me. This is uh, the podcast at Brick Arts Medium. Uh, you can you can hit me up on my email if you like what you just heard and you want more information. Uh, especially from Stanley, our great veteran guest. And Stanley's Marine, correct? Yes, sir. There you go. So what you can reach out to me as well. Is, uh, my email is misahc718 at yahoo.com. And I'm a Vietnam-era veteran from the United States Air Force, so maybe Stanley want to give you information. How you can reach back out to him if you want more information. Um, my email is sscriven70 at gmail.com. Scriven, S-S-C-R-I-V-E-N. 70 at gmail.com and so this will wrap it up and uh, we will as usual come back again with more information uh, at another time to give it out to your veterans so any other stuff that you want to hear or you want to know just reach back out to each one of us and uh Put it in the note or something. I like to hear about this. I need information about this, and uh, we will get that information back to you, where you can, uh, you know, go to these places and get the help that you need. And this is a great thing for all veterans out there, e even if you got a uh, a family veteran, because you have people that's listened to it and they said, "Well, my father used to be in the military, or my son." Or my daughter, well, you know, reach back out to us too. We got information for that as well. And uh, we'll see you again. So thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>